Hey, I'm Darren Steele, and this is Think Queerly, the podcast for thoughtful queer leadership and self-mastery for change makers and creatives. On the show, I share insights and strategies that help to reduce contention, division, and inequity in the world. Inspired by my study of the Tao Te Ching, I share a human-hearted approach to harmonious living grounded in values and transformational coaching practices that support critical thought, open-mindedness, curiosity, compassion, humility, and respect for diversity and the commonality of humanity. In today's episode, I have a new personal evolution practice for you. I'm calling this, What Problem is Creating the Greatest Amount of Stress and Frustration in Your Life and Why? So this is a simple clarity process to understand your most pressing challenge and what you can do about it. And when I say simple, the questions themselves are simple, but it will require some work, really Good self-awareness requires taking some time to to try and really understand why things are the way they are. And in that process of getting more clarity, and if you sort of mine the depths a little bit more, then you can find out, you know, how you're feeling and, and what action steps, what strategies, what habits you might be able to play with to experiment to see if you can get a different result. So sometimes I like to think of the way in, we, in which we want to approach uh, personal growth in the largest sense, or more specifically, if something ain't working for you and you don't like it, how do you fix it? Well, almost like investigation, really going into the source, which is you. Because if you're not happy with something, or if you're reacting to something, or you're blaming someone else or some situation or the government, that might be fine on one hand, but the possibility for change is either going to come from what you do or how you motivate other people to make change for something larger, like a political movement, let's say, or how you perceive what's happening in the world, which doesn't mean acquiescing or giving in or giving up. But we can make change, we can face problems with a very different, more open-hearted, more open-minded way of perceiving instead of a, wow, the world is against me, woe is me, I can't seem to get over my problems. And I don't mean that to sound like I am giving someone a hard time. I just mean that when we are masters of ourself. That doesn't mean we're going to be perfect. Definitely not. There's always going to be another challenge that helps you grow. But the more you are self-aware, the more you understand things like triggers that take you into emotional reactions, the better prepared you can be when you start to notice what those things are. So life is short, right? Far too short to be stuck behind a problem that keeps you from moving ahead in life, that keeps you from getting what you want or being able to see what's beyond the next corner, right? No one wants to miss a valuable opportunity. And 
I don't think anyone wants to be unhappy or uninspired or disinterested most of their life. That's really not living to your fullest potential. Now, I think that the purpose of coaching and specifically how I practice my work as a coach is to help my clients get clarity, focus, and direction. Then I help them get into emotional alignment with strategies that they come up with. I, I may help them explore possibilities and potential, but that ultimately are their own so that they can solve their own problems and their own challenges. The answers really and truly are within us. We may need some guidance. We may need some outside help. We may need someone to really listen or pay attention to what we're saying and what we're doing and to call our attention to it sometimes. And then we can see, ah, (laughs) this is the thing I've been missing. Well, these are the kinds of insights um, and at the same time, the moments of frustration that sometimes happen in the coaching process with some of my clients. I mean, when we get to the root of what's really causing stress or threat or unpredictability or, or lack of control or frustration in someone's life, <coughs> excuse me, including undesired emotions, like if you're always feeling angry or you're always feeling anxious or you're always feeling sad. The work of coaching, the work of these personal evolution processes that I create for you help you to create more prediction and response. And what does that mean? I've mentioned this in other podcasts. Prediction and response at the level of how our brains work is that we... Prediction means we feel safe. We have a sense of control. We have a sense of awareness of all of the possibilities that could be happening in a particular situation. That allows us to pull from our memory banks, so to speak, our programming, how we'll respond in a particular situation. So if you're with your best friend and you're having dinner at your favorite restaurant and you've been there several times before and you've got uh, your favorite waiter serving you the meal, they're in a great mood, you're in a great meal, you're t- mood, everybody's talking about something you enjoy. That's prediction. You know the restaurant, you know the waiter, you know the food, you know your friend, you know you're both in a good mood. It seems like nothing could go wrong. And I'm not setting that up for a bum, 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 something is going to go wrong. I just mean you're in a safe place. Metaphorically, not like just the, not so much the physical restaurant, but yes, but metaphorically, you have prediction about what's happening. And therefore, you know how to comfortably be in that situation. So that's what these processes, these clarity, uh, clarity processes, uh, what coaching does is it helps you to be more efficient, playful, peaceful, and free in your life. So this process, and like any of my other personal evolution processes, which you can get on my website, just head over to darrensteel.com and on the menu, you'll see on the menu, on the menu, you will see downloads. And I have a number of different ones there for different aspects of your life. Take your time and be kind to yourself with this process that I'm about to introduce to you. 
I think it's really important, especially when we're doing self-work. And, and this is a, um, I'm going to go through this in the podcast with you, but you can also download this and, and work on this for an hour or so on your own time. Whenever you get frustrated digging deep into who you are or what your biggest problem or challenge is and why that's causing you frustration, well, looking at that, if it starts to make you upset, take a break. Because if you're starting to get upset, you'll be going into that uh, other mind that is reactive and you won't get the clarity you need that comes from being in our, our thinking logical brain, our prefrontal cortex. So you want this to be um, a practice in which you can feel calm. So think of the best time of day when you're not going to be interrupted, when you feel the most relaxed, uh, perhaps a place in your house or apartment where you feel like this is going to be the nicest place where I can be really comfortable and just dig into answering these questions. And also, you don't have to answer them all in one go. You may want to take a break. You may want to come back to them. You may also want to, once you've done all the um, questions, take some time to come back to them 24 hours later or review them and see if there's anything more that you want to add. So there are 10 questions that make up this process. And, you know, if you are looking at this in the show notes, or if you're reading along in the article or the PDF, you might be thinking, whoa, that's a lot of questions. But I'm pointing that out just to make you aware and to reduce the potential stress or hesitancy from choosing to make the time to do this really worthwhile exercise. I mean, think about it. Why would you not want to know what's causing you the greatest amount of stress and frustration in your life? Why would you not want to know what, not only what the problem is specifically, but how you can reframe it and how you might be able to solve it so that you can get to that place of feeling more peace of mind and more personal freedom? So here are the questions about how you can get clarity about your most pressing problem or challenge in your life right now. Now, this is a process you can do for anything that comes up at any different time. You don't have to do this just the one time. If two weeks from now after doing this, you're like, holy crap, I've got this other thing I'd have to deal with, and I, this is stressing me out to the max. This process will simply be a little easier because you've already done it one time through. So the first question is probably almost expected. What problem, struggle, or challenge is causing you the most amount of stress in your life? That's it. Just identify what is the problem, the struggle, or the challenge that's causing you the most amount of stress in your life right now. Just pick the one. And be as clear and specific in defining the problem or the struggle or the challenge. As many details as you want. Now, you may wonder, why am I saying problem, struggle, challenge? Everyone has a different word that they like to use to use sort of for the same thing. Challenge, I think, has the opportunity to be understood as something you can overcome. Struggle and problem seem harder, at least to me, and I think a lot of people feel that way too. It, it might be a real problem. You're just so unsure how you can actually solve it. So if you wish, call it that. If you prefer a different word for a different situation, 
Do whatever feels best for you. So the next question, and these questions build upon your answers. Um, it might be a different question and the third or the fourth one might come back so that you can connect everything together here. So I've said, what problem is causing you the most amount of stress in your life? So first you identify the problem. Now you want to talk about and, and get clear on the stress. So define the stress that you're experiencing that is the result of this problem. And what does that stress feel like? Sort of what emotions are coming up? Is it panic? Is it anxiety? Is it frustration? Is it anger? Is it disappointment? Is it insecurity? Um, a lack of um, being calm? I mean, I'm just so many different possible emotions, but take some time to, if it's more than one feeling, and it probably is, from the most powerful feeling that you can identify that to that with that stress to maybe a few more down that are definitely coming up but are not as much the big problem. So what does that stress feel like? Who are you being by living with that stress? In other words, you know, you could think about the opposite. If I didn't have this stress, this is who I would be. But now that I have this stress, this is this is what it's making of me. Like how you're acting, how you're behaving, how you're thinking, how you're talking. When you're having this stress, are you like, I got to call my friend. I'm so stressed out. I want to tell them about this stress. And they're going to be like, yeah, oh my God, that's really awful. That's horrible. I feel so bad for you. This must make you feel like crap. So that's part of it. What are you saying about this stress in your conversation to other people? Because the more you share this, if people... Um, don't challenge you on the stress. And that's not to say that they should, but they can be seen as a reinforcement. So you're sharing the stress and they're saying, oh, this is a terrible thing. And you're just agreeing with them and they're agreeing with you. And you kind of create this snowball where you never resolve the stress. You just keep talking about it. You keep focusing on it. You keep giving it attention. So similarly, what are you telling yourself about this stress in your internal dialogue? Are you, you know, brushing your teeth or combing your hair, standing in front of the mirror, and you're like, this fucking stress, it's, just, I'm, it's driving me crazy. And you're focusing on the emotions, this, the emotions that aren't helping you be your best self. You're not focused then on, let me put it another way. Imagine if your internal dialogue was... I'm having this very stressful situation um, with the bank right now, let's say. They've been withholding funds. I, have my, I don't have access to my credit card. I'm so angry at the bank. I deserve better treatment than this. Or it could be, whoa, this is really a challenging problem. I don't have any access to the funds in my bank right now. I wonder what I could do. And that's the clue. I wonder what I could do to resolve the situation. Maybe I need to go into the bank. Maybe I need to call someone. I don't want to lose my temper, so I maybe need to go for a walk so I can be calm before I call them. Uh, do I need to get any documents or records or proof of employment or any of that other information that might help me resolve this problem more expeditiously? So you've gone from an emotional state in this example into a logical state, almost free of emotional reaction. 
So that's the first two questions. I think I'll keep using this example of like, let's say the bank um, withholding funds and the stress of not being able to have any access to your money. Cause sometimes it's hard in these exercises. And I've had this from some people that have done them. They're like, I wasn't sure what to do with the next question. And it's, the challenge is not providing too many examples that might be so similar to you that you almost want to copy my ideas or or feelings. And that is sometimes an example might influence what you're thinking. Okay, coming back to it. Third question. And this is kind of something new. What's most important to you in your life? This is what we would otherwise call our values what what we value and what we deem to be most important. And when you're living in alignment with your core values, you feel like your life is on track. You feel like it's meaningful and authentic. It's, it's easy. So using single words or hyphenated words, it might depend on what those things are for you. Just list out three, four, five, maybe at most six. What what do you value most in life? What's most important to you? And there's, there's so many opportunities. It could be success, peace of mind, um, freedom, getting away, love, family, religion. I don't know what it is for you. But take some time. Take a few minutes to really sit with that list. And keep it short. I don't want you to create too many values. That's why I suggest just, just five for now. And if you want, sit there with the five and think about if there's any more. And if you want, write out a few more and then just decide on that five. So maybe just circle the ones that you believe are your five. Once you have those five, write a few sentences or, or at most a couple of short paragraphs about what each one of those values means to you. And you think about how you show up in your life when you're living that value. Think about what life feels like, what your relationships like, what your job is like, what your your health and fitness is like when you're living those values. So those values generally we can almost think of as a way of charting um, our true north and staying on the path for what it is we want to accomplish in our lives. So again, just give some thought, get into what values mean. And if you have a smile on your face while you're writing it out, you've probably hit on the truth about what those mean to you. So now we're going to integrate what we've just done. So go back and review your answers to the first two questions. And that was, you know, what problem or challenge is causing the most amount of stress in your life and define the stress that you're experiencing as a result of having that problem in your life. So read those two things, think about them, and then ask yourself, what steps can I take immediately to resolve the problem or challenge as well as the stress? So one action might kill two birds with one stone, so to speak. You might be able to do one thing and, and, and um, that might 
somehow give you some resolution on the problem or part way there. It may also reduce one of the undesired emotions or the stress. May it may improve both things. You may have to do something to reduce the amount of stress, and you may have to do something different um, as an action or as a task. And going back to the bank, I actually sort of said that in the example. So if I know I get really upset because, you know, the people at the bank, they're all, you know, they don't care about me. They're just working from home like I am. And they're just picking up the phone and how many people they talk to, they don't care about my problems. Well, imagine if you reframed that and you, um, identified one of the things you could do as to be nice to the person you speak to and to commit to, caring about them as another human being, not like, oh, I want to be your best friend, but caring about how you speak to that person, not in a way that's deceptive or controlling, but just to respect them, to know that they're doing their job to the best of their ability. And you're just trying to find answers. And it's not there. Um, if you're speaking to a customer service representative, like in this example, they're not the cause of the problem. There's something else somewhere along the way in the in the chain in the, of the bank that's that's the cause of this problem. So not only would that perhaps get towards finding out what's going on with the bank, but it would also reduce your stress because you wouldn't be like, okay, I'm going to get on the phone and I'm going to talk to this person and I'm going to give them my opinion about how much I hate this freaking bank. I'm speaking from experience because I used to be... Uh, aggressive and impolite to customer service people when I felt like I wasn't getting my own way. So, so work through that. I didn't suggest how many steps, but maybe think of three to five steps to resolve the problem or challenge and maybe three to five ways in which you could reduce the stress you're experiencing. And then ask yourself, how do these strategies align with the values that I just um, wrote down and described? So are these strategies inspired by the meaning of these values? Like, will the strategy help me to live through these values? So, So if one of your values is happiness or peace of mind, and you used my example of treating the person on the other end of the telephone line with kindness and respect, you are going to experience that value. That would mean you're using that value to guide the way in which you're going to treat that other person. So we're at question seven. You identified the stress that's associated with the problem and, and how that's making you feel. Let's, let's, let's flip it. The flip side, how would solving this problem make you feel? So we wanted to get into all those wonderful emotions like, ah, oh, I finally solved the problem at the bank. Maybe it wasn't some major issue, some misunderstanding, the bank was really apologetic. You're just so grateful you're able to like, you know, write a check again or pay your rent or receive money that was sent to you. And you've 
taken some other precautions to make sure that this wouldn't happen again. And it's like, ah, oh, it feels liberating. It feels light. It feels, ah. Oh. Sometimes looking at the flip side identifies or helps you see, wow, I've been holding on to all these, you know, undesirable emotions and feeling states, and I've been keeping myself in this place for too long. This is where I want to be. This is how I want to feel on the flip side. It might even inspire some ideas, some strategies for how you can solve the problem. And then ask yourself, what about feeling that way is so important to me? You've, you've described in detail the flip side and how solving this problem would make you feel. Why is that important to you? What about that feeling is so important to you? So it might be a particular emotion, and you might want to describe why that one emotion or those two emotions is so important to you. It might be that feeling really highlights one of your values. And again, you might want to describe why that value is so important to you as a method for resolving this, excuse me, this stress. So I've used these questions before, but think about this. How are you acting? How are you thinking? How are you talking when you experience that feeling or emotion now that you've solved the problem? What are you saying? What are the words you're using when you're talking about this with other people? What are you telling yourself in your internal dialogue? What are you thinking about this um, situation now that it's resolved and you feel so much better about it? Question nine is kind of a devil's advocate question. What's keeping you from experiencing those desired feelings most of the time? So you've created this scenario, this flip side. Okay, this is how it would feel if I solved the problem. This would feel so great. I'm so happy about it. I'm just using my own words here to describe it, right? But what if you could feel that way even during the problem itself? The problem you identified in the first question, what problem, struggle, or challenge is causing you the most amount of stress in your life? What's keeping you from experiencing feeling in a feeling state that isn't so, call it negative, that isn't so heavy, that isn't so dark? Now, what needs to be understood here is that we can choose our emotions. We could choose how we want to feel. We can choose to stay angry. We can choose to stay upset. The two ways of doing that I've already mentioned. How we think to ourselves, if we keep keep ruminating on the problem, or if we go out and talk to our friends, and they're the kind of people that are like, yeah, that's terrible, I hate banks too. No one's solving the problem. You're just talking crap about the problem itself and enjoying the snowball effect of getting people agreeing with the kind of dark energy and mood that you have. That is not a judgment. I speak from my own personal experience. Okay? The tenth question. This might seem completely out of context, but what's your mission or your purpose in life? 
What difference do you want to make in the lives of people that you care about? And why do you believe this this purpose or mission is true for you? What's your purpose or your mission in life? Now, you don't have to have one. It's important for a lot of people. It's important for me that I have something that sort of guides me. It's And it's, for me, a purpose and a mission is not fixed. It changes because sometimes you really accomplish what you set out to do and then you're looking for the, the next map. You know where you're going to go, but you still need a map. You still need like all the different paths and the ways in which you're going to get to that destination. And for some it's a goal. They want to earn $100,000 or they want to buy a house or they want to get married and have two kids or they want to travel the world. Some people, the destination is metaphorical. It's a concept. It's an idea. It's a mission. It's a purpose. And I have a bonus question and it really ties everything together. So how is the problem you identified in first question, the one that's causing you the most stress and frustration in your life. How is that problem connected to your purpose or mission? Or how is it disruptive of your purpose or mission? It's one of these mind-bender questions. Could your problem actually be connected to your mission? Maybe. Maybe the thing that gets you so angry and fucking upset and frustrated is a issue that's so near and dear to your heart that you want to solve it. That's why it keeps showing up in your life. I don't know. I'm very passionate about LGBTQ equality and human rights and dignity and very frustrated by contention and divisiveness when it's mean-spirited and meant to hurt. That gets me so freaking angry. Well, guess what? (laughs) Part of my purpose and mission in life is to help people become more human-hearted and to recognize universal commonality that we're all connected and that we we are all of this earth, like the leaf is of the tree and we have to be very careful of what we're doing or there's going to be a non-habitable planet for the human race in not too long so those are the questions and there's no right or wrong how long this process is going to take you and how much you should write questions are open-ended i i hope you've got that and i know it might seem odd to go through the process like this but i hope with the extra ideas that I've spoken through in the podcast and the the example of the the bank um, was helpful just to move you forward with using this process. And I think you could see how, now that I've talked through the whole process, how useful it can be to run through when you have another big problem or challenge, Right. And quite simply, it's your life, it's your value, it's your challenges, it's your dreams. But the more open and curious you are about what you discover in this process, the more fun you'll have with it. It might not seem fun at the real beginning when you're identifying the problem. And it's simply because 
you're going to discover how many answers and strategies are already within you for the challenges that you're dealing with or the problem that's holding you back, that's literally like blocking you from going forward. It's either a perceived thing that you see out there in the future or it's something that you feel is behind you in the past, lack of education or whatever the case may be that you feel is holding you back. But you have the resources. You just need the time to think through what's going on in your life. What's the problem? What are the stresses? What are the emotions? What environments do you find yourself in? To be able to consider what resources are actually available to you by your own doing when you get out of this emotionally reactive state, can look at the problem with from a distance, so to speak, which can put you into that intellectual part of the brain, the prefrontal cortex, where you can analyze to get clear on the strategies and the actions that you can take. All right, that has been a long pad podcast, but I really do hope that you've found value in it. And you know, answering these questions can feel very similar to having a really deep coaching session, going through one question at a time, peeling back the layer of the onion a little bit more, especially if you gain insight into your challenges or have like an aha light bulb kind of moment. And if you enjoyed working through this process and, and what you discovered about yourself, I'd love to ask you to let me know, send me an email. Uh, you can find out how to do that on my website by just contacting me. If you're on the website, on the blog post, you can just uh, leave me a comment. And if there's something you still maybe are struggling with, or if you want a little bit more help, then I invite you to book a discovery call with me. The link for that will be in the show notes so that we can take this newfound knowledge and self-awareness that you've um, learned and go to the next level. Until then, if you can't think straight, then think queerly. So I want to ask you a favor before I go. Remember to like Think Queerly on Apple Podcasts by giving me a five-star rating or leaving a review. This really helps me to get my message out to more people. The more that you take a moment to share a podcast that you really appreciate on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or going and liking that podcast um, on your favorite podcast player can make a tremendous difference to how many people get to hear what I have to share. And make sure you click on the subscribe button on your podcast app so that you never miss an episode. And of course, head on over to my website, darrensteel.com, where you can sign up for my weekly newsletter or download one of my many free personal evolution practices, which, will be, which you can find by clicking the downloads option in my menu. Thanks again and speak with you soon.